Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. lift up our hands and we worship you we have one response and that is to lift our hands and worship you regardless of what's going on regardless of what we think it should be we give you praise we give you honor we give you glory you can't see it go back I'm in a good place go back or what so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne, washed in your blood. We thank you for giving us a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and might. Make me a quick understanding so I do not judge by what I see with my eyes or hear with my ears, but by what your Holy Spirit reveals to me. We thank you, Jesus, for your presence and ask you to be Lord over this ministry and all that is done here. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to anoint this time of prayer and ministry. We claim the blood of Jesus over this session for our protection. We proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord here and that this is holy ground. We take authority in the name of Jesus and the power of his blood and word and command all evil spirits to leave this property now. We claim this room sealed in the name and authority of Jesus. We bind and forbid any evil spirits on the outside from having any knowledge or influence in this room. We thank you that the battle is the Lord's, but the victory is ours. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. You ready? So let, let's do our creed, I mean our opening confession. Y'all ready? Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we get started, we have a, uh, there's a, a brief commercial that I need us to go into. All I ask is that you remain seated. Those who are watching internationally, nationally, just remain seated and get the whole story, not just part of it. Amen? So it's Michelle. Okay, go ahead.
Somebody give it one real quick. Package. The STX is perfect combination of rugged and stylish, just like me. The STX appearance package offers bold exterior features like available 20-inch aluminum wheels with magnetic painted pockets. The standard full leather seats on the Limited were designed for maximum comfort and functionality. Lie back and recharge with the head, neck, and thoracic support. It gives you complete control of the innovative tech such as voice recognition, cloud-based connectivity using the power of the Apple CarPlay, or Android Auto compatibility. You want to know what's under the hood? It's a high-output 5.0 V8 EcoBoost engine. I know you like that, Nelson, wherever you are. It provides 450 horsepower with 510 pounds of torque. Drive that Ford Tough Beauty. So the question is, she just told you what was under that hood. Now I want to know what's under yours. <laughs> what's under your hood? What, why, why, and, and I'm talking to the ladies and gentlemen. Why, why is it so important to have a, a, a good engine in your car? Y'all raise your hand now. Y'all know where you at. I got a hand here and a hand here. Y'all do know that without the engine, you, you can't go anywhere, right? Okay. We, we got mics in the house, guys. Can y'all move with them, please? So without a good engine, you're not going to get anywhere. Without a good engine? Yeah. So you can have a messed up engine, you can get a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're not going to uh, get far. And you're not going to get far, okay? Yes, ma'am. Um, so without a good engine, yes, you'll be on the side of the road asking for help. Asking for help. Anybody ever been on the side of the road? Uh, yeah. Y'all going to tell you? Okay. Yeah. So other things go wrong with the engine. It can be not run out of oil. You can run out of water. You know, when, when, when we try to go fast, go further, and, and, and it's giving us that indicator that something is wrong, and then we continue to drive. Curly and I, you know, Curly was on the other side of the car, and I was driving. And I was just trying to get the Richmond from covered, and that's a three-hour drive. But, you know, I drove, and, and the, the meter went all the way over that it's hot. Well, you know, we, we made it to the dealership where we were going to have the car fixed because I knew it was going to have to be fixed. But it was so bad that we had to buy another one. Was that, was that under the hood? Or did that warning light tell us that we needed to pull over? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. So I want to talk to y'all about what's under your hood. Because you, you're not going anywhere if you don't have the right things under your hood. You can have a warning light. What's the warning light, the Holy Spirit? He told us, he said, no, 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 don't, don't, don't do that. Don't say that. How many times he told us not to say something? We said it anyway. See, see, see? <laughs> How many times he told us to go somewhere and we didn't go? Oh, I'm getting to that, Wayne. I'm getting to that. Just let me, let me drive the car. Let me drive the car. <laughs> how many times he told us not to go? And how many of us went? Huh? He told us not to get that cookie. Don't, don't go to the store and get that cookie. I'm not asking y'all what else he told y'all, uh, unless y'all want to be honest. Don't go over that house. Don't get that drink. Don't mess with that girl. Don't mess with that boy. You know she married. Ooh. Don't take that job. Don't take that job. Stop thinking those thoughts. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> so, so what we do that? We we just shut the hood. Oh, I know what we do. What we do? 
we get the the signal cut off. So like if you if your seatbelt light is on and you don't uh, want to wear your seatbelt, you okay. just put the seatbelt on Ooh. behind you so the signal go off. Okay. All right. See y'all y'all it, it took her to tell me something new. Okay, all right. Yes, ma'am, what do you got? Turn up the radio so you can't hear. Ooh boy. This message this is for y'all. I'm telling you, turn up the radio so you can't hear. Okay. Right. I got one over here. What we got? With the check engine light, you go, oh, it'll be okay for a few more miles. Yeah, there you go, a few more miles, okay. A few miles turn into days, weeks, until it stops. You unplug the source. Unplug the source? What yeah. you mean? You take, it, you take it from the root and you unplug it so you okay. can't even see the warning. Ooh! <laughs> yes, sir, this is the right place. Yes, ma'am. He's a little adventurous, right? Okay, okay. All so right. he likes to wait until the gas light come on, uh -huh. and they say you got thirty miles left. Okay. And then he still waits until all the all the digits go out. Okay. And he likes to to guess when the car gonna stop running. All right. Is is that true, brother? Oh, he said it's true. His wife ain't lying on him. He said it's true. Kelly, be mad. That's about right with him. But anyway, anyway, I'm just talking about what's under the hood. Everybody, everybody okay with what's under the hood? Did did we leave out anything? Okay, so we're going to talk about what's under your hood. Two questions. Y'all know y'all passed all we got a question for you, don't you? Number one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check we we'll see what, how honest you are. What drives us? That's the, that motivates us at striving to achieve. What motivates us? Be honest with it. What, why y'all thinking about it? I, I can say, what, what, what drives us? Is it our education? What you got, young lady? Recognition. Recognition, okay. All right. Our desires. Our desires, okay. Got one here. Success, Success. okay. Success. And, and, and does that have an end to it, or, or you just keep on going? Keep on going. Keep on going. Appreciate your honesty. Yes, sir. Providing for my household. Providing for my household. Approval. Approval. What else? What else drives? So we got one in the back. Avoiding pain. Avoiding pain. Okay. Tell me about that one. I mean, you ain't got to go in detail. I mean, unless you want to share. <laughs> Avoiding well, pain. What do you mean by that? What drives you? If not doing something will cause pain, do it. Okay. Gotcha. So I cannot okay. have pain. Okay. Like right. if looking at the dishes in the morning gives me pain. Okay. Then we wash them the night before. Okay. All right. Okay. Anybody else? Second thing, second question. What gives us power? Uh-oh. That's our source, our strength, and our encouragement. What gives us that power? We, 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 we like power. But I got one in the back. Knowing I don't have to fight it by myself. You, you don't have to fight it by yourself. Okay, okay. All right, who else? What else? What else gives us power? Money give you power? Prestige give you power? Notoriety give you power? How many of y'all got over a thousand um, clicks on Facebook? Or Does that give you power? I got Mike here. I know sometimes to prove them wrong. To prove them wrong. Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah, that's my power. That, that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I got to prove wrong. What if they not even looking? What if they're not even paying attention? I'm just asking the question. I, I, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just asking the question. 
Okay. Oh, give, 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 me a, give a mic. Y'all know we got mics, right? Our mic people are moving quickly today. Thank you. Yes, sir. Oh, In I was just going to say, you got to keep doing it until they look. You got to keep doing it until they look. Okay. I said you feel good imagining that they're looking. Ooh, you feel good imagining that they're looking. Okay, all right. Okay. Y'all really can't honest today. Right, so, so let's check something out. Let's check something out there. Let's go, what should be under your hood? Oh, you know I'm giving it a medal, right? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, what should be on your hood? I'm your neighbor. No, you got one right there. No, no, you good. What, what should be under your hood? Huh? What, 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 what they say? What should be under your hood? Love? Okay, all right, baby. I see the love. I see the love. Okay, all right. That's my wife right there now. All right, so let's look at Proverbs 6, uh, 16 through 19 and Amplified. But I'm just going to read a portion of it. But proud, the attitude, what should be under your hood? But let's check it out. A proud look, the attitude that makes one overestimate oneself and discount others. What do y'all think I mean? So because I'm pastor, I'm supposed to overlook you, supposed to look down on you, supposed to walk by you, not supposed to speak to you. So, so what position did you get in where you start overlooking people? You, you, you start, well, that's a peon. That's a little one. That, you know, why should I say anything to them? Y'all want to know what, what's in your heart? Check out the next time that you with somebody, or it might be you, and a, a service person come to your table to wait on you. Y'all ever been with somebody like that to show you who they really were? Because they got ugly with the person, and all they did was ask, oh, do you want water or tea, or is there other drinks you want to want? And you snap at them. That, that would really tell you when you overestimate yourself and you look down on other people. You got a college degree and somebody else don't. But does that make you better than them? That just makes you better in that area. You understand what I'm saying? Better educated in that one area, but it doesn't make you better educated as a person. As an example. I was in Africa one time, okay. and a man was talking to me, and my friend was like, he has no business talking to you. He's not in your same class. Come on now. Come on. I was Whoa. like, well, he's human. She was okay. like, no, okay. he's not in your class. He, and she shoot him away. Come on now. See, what she don't know, she shooed that other person way too. I, I know her. <laughs> she don't take no mess now. That's what's under her hood. I ain't take no mess. I'm lying on you. Ain't, ain't no call your name out loud because you, you, you're international now. But I'm just telling you guys, if you want to check out somebody's heart, you, you, you watch them when, when they're being waited on. How they look at the person, how they respond to the person. Uh-oh, then you say, look at the tip they leave. Ooh. Now, I'm, I'm talking about if you, you service good. That, that's a big difference. All right, well, let's talk about what should be under your hood. Everybody got it? A lying tongue. See, see, God just goes on to say about how he hates who shouldn't be under your tongue. I mean, shouldn't be under your hood is a lying tongue. God talks about in Proverbs 6, 16 through 19 about there are six things the Lord hates and seven is an abomination to him. So I'm going to go over all seven of those things that shouldn't be under your hood. A lying tongue. Y'all know people that lie about anything. I mean, lie about anything. You know the difference. You know they lie. Do y'all say anything or y'all just say, forget about it. They, they went, took it that far. They need to go ahead and just go ahead and lie. And <laughs> you just spend less time with them, don't, do you? Or you spend more time with them? 
How many say less time? Raise your hand, you say less time. Why, why, why y'all spend less time with a lie? Raise your hand. See, see, this side getting wild over here. Okay, thank you, Ed. Ooh, okay. All right. Slam the hood on their hand. But anyway, go ahead. It, yes, ma'am. It insults my intelligence. They're insulting my intelligence okay. to make them think that I would believe such an outlandish and foolish tale. Okay, all right. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Lee, I think she got it. I think she got it. Yes, ma'am. I'm front with it. It causes me anxiety because I have to hold my tongue in that lash out on them for lying. Okay. So okay. it causes me anxiety. So I just stay away. Okay, all right. Okay. Who else? I got somebody in the back? I was going to say because it'll, it'll make you start lying. Makes you start lying. So if you hang around with a liar, you start lying. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate your honesty. They start the lying. Bible even say be careful about who you hang around with. Yeah. Okay. Yes, ma'am. They start lying about the most simple things. Uh, the most simple things. Just, you know, did you, did you, you know, did you sit down? Uh -huh. No, I stood up. Okay. They were sitting down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you eat that cookie? Did you eat the last cookie? <laughs> now the cat got it. <laughs> got it. I think it's just annoying. It's annoying. Yeah. Okay. Because like, why, why even do that? Okay. What's okay. the point? Okay. So there's one, one right behind you. Now, coming from a prior liar. Okay? A prior liar. Ooh. I That's used to lie to avoid consequences. So, uh -huh. for example, let's say I was still under y'all's roof and you asked me, did I do my homework? Mm -hmm. I would lie and say yes because I know I didn't. And if I told the truth, then I would get punished for it. Okay. So. All right. Y'all heard that, right? <laughs> A prior liar. Corey, is he a prior liar? Where Corey <laughs> He walked out. He said, I'm out of here. Now I'm just, I'm just messing with y'all today. I'm having fun about, about this hood thing. Because I took a risk. I took a risk by, by doing the, you know, showing the commercial, the cars. Because, you know, you're thinking about folk. That's why I made a special nest. Don't get up and walk out and stuff like that. Because somebody cut and they leave. Do you know what Pastor Paul did? No, they take your name off after they, they, they accuse you of things. They'll take the pastor part out. They're just called Paul. They don't even use the last name Morgan. They just say, Paul, can you, can you imagine what he did on, on, on it supposed to have been a church service and he got caught advertising trucks. <laughs> but that's a lying tongue. All right, let's see what else. Hands that shed innocent blood. I mean, these are the things that shouldn't be under your hood. They shouldn't be under your hood. Hands that shed innocent blood. Where the person didn't do anything to you. You just didn't like how they looked. You didn't like the neighborhood they were in. You didn't like what they were driving. You don't, didn't like what they said to you. And that's the shared innocent blood. Just hands that shared innocent blood. You just find a way not to like somebody just so you can hurt them. I'm talking about internal and external too, guys. Number three, a heart that, that cr creates wicked plans. Now, how many of y'all know that if you start to think it in your head, you're going to have it. It eventually grows into your heart. And then it's acted upon. You, you come up with wicked plans. You know, you know you have the ability to bless somebody, to help somebody. You know they need help. They even ask for help. They came to you. And then you give them the Ten, ten Commandments, your version. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have did this. You shouldn't have did that. Is there a time and a place for what they shouldn't did? But you're looking at the children, and you see they're hungry, and you're going to give a lesson. Not only are you going to give the lesson, but you're going to give it in front of the children. I'm just talking about create wicked plans. You have the ability to help somebody, and you choose not to. Now, God even told you to do it. No, 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 I don't like them, never like them. They deserve to suffer. Well, I just thank God that he didn't say that about us. But I'm just talking about wicked plans. 
the thing about wicked plans is that if a person is in right standing with God, God is telling them already about what you're planning. Mighty quiet. Don't go through with it. What, what else shouldn't be under your hood? Ooh, your feet, they're swift to evil. It runs swiftly to evil. It didn't walk. It didn't walk over there. It ran over there. Because some people like to see other people hurt. Y'all know that, don't you? Don't you? Like, like to see other people. Don't you be the one that started from the bottom and made it up to, up to the top. They waiting around to see when you're going to fall. See when you're going to fail. See what's going to happen to you. And see, they'll work together with the wicked plans and the swift, swift feet. And they'll, they'll run over and call somebody and say, hey, look, I saw such and such at the store. And he was over in the X-rated section. Or she was over in the X-rated section. Because they got books for everybody now. <laughs> All I do, and I walk into the section where the, the bikes are. So I stay over in the bike section, and I like GQ and stuff like that about clothing. And then I go over to the uh, uh, designer section where, you know, you, you're building things onto the house or, or new looks and stuff. But there's something about that one that you go over there, and Curly, know that I'm over there. She at home, and she said, how do you like the books? No, I'm lying right now, see? But, but she knows. She knows there's something that's going on with me about if I'm looking at certain things pertaining to the house. She knows. She knows. All right? False witness who breathes out lies. There go that lie thing again. Wait a minute. Let's go back for a second. We talked about lies earlier. No, swift to, to evil. Okay. Oh, no, we did say lying lips, didn't we? Lying tongues. Tongue. There it is. Thank you. All right? Feet. We talked about feet. False witness who breathes out lies, even half truths. They, they don't need, they don't feel like they got to make sure that it's true. Make sure that it's honest. Make sure that it's necessary. Make sure that it's needed. But what they do is they, they're going to breathe it on. And, and they're not just going to breathe it on one person. They're going to try to tell everybody that you know. Y'all understand what I'm saying? What's the use of telling, telling something on somebody if, if the people don't know them? So you want to find their best friend, find their sister, find their brother, find their church. Uh-oh, did you know? Pastor, did you know? You just stop them like that. You know, a lot of times you don't have to say things. Just put your hand up. Everybody know what stop means, right? <laughs> Now try it. <laughs> Let's see what else. One who, who spreads discord, rumors among brothers. And, and, and this, this is what was, was actually in the scripture, in the Amplified. Troublemaker in the family. Y'all got it. Trouble, now, see, y'all ain't no raise your hand about troublemakers in the family. <laughs> yeah, give me the mic. Give me the mic. Troublemaker in the family. What do you say? All of us have one of them. All of us have one of them. Mm -hmm. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, is that you? Is that you? And what did they say? What, 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 anybody say, yeah? <laughs> Can I get a mic right here? I'm just asking, is that you? Are you the troublemaker in the family? Yeah, I'm a little bit troublemaker. You, you're a little bit? Yeah. So, so how you come up with the little bit part? It's the half-truth part. Okay, the half-truth. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's good. That's good. My man, we'll go for that final word. There it is right there. Thank you. I appreciate your honesty. So y'all know who to pray for when trouble comes. That's it. So, so let's take a look at uh, King Saul. and he, was je he's, he became jealous of David. Now, I just gave you the things that God said that he hates and is an abomination to him. That last one was... One who sh spreads discord, rumors among brothers. 
troublemaker in the family. That's number seven. I mean, do you realize how much your family trusts you and the things that go on in the household with you? And then for you to take what you saw and you spread it to somebody else that was supposed to be personal, supposed to be kept a secret, kept, kept special. That, that thing is serious. You know, in certain positions, you sign a, a, a statement saying that you will not divulge anything pertaining to what happened in the household or in the business or anything like that. But you, 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 some people lie about that. But let's find out about King Saul. He, he got jealous over David. But see, it didn't start out like that. All right, so in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 6 to 9, David kills Goliath. Remember Saul was telling him, you need to put on this type of armor. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you the best armor, the best armor that I got. And I want you to put that on and fight Goliath. Because none of my warriors ever, they were afraid of him. Saul couldn't get any of his, his warriors to go out and fight Goliath. They stood there and, and taunted him from a distance, like a half a mile. But they did not get up close with this guy. But David... David said, no, I, I don't need to put on your armor. I, 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 those things that you're giving me is not tested and true. But what my God told me to do, that's tested and true. So I got the slingshot, and, and I'm going to kill Goliath. And not only am I going to kill Goliath, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut his head off. And in some places, you can see David walking around with the dude's head. And, and I mean, the guy's head got to be at least that big. So David was a strong little dude. The anointing makes you strong. So David killed Goliath, and then, so the women heard about it. The women in town heard about it. And so what they did was they, they ran outside, and they started throwing things up in the air and, and, and celebrating, talking about, I'm, I'm going to tell you all what they said about King Saul, and then what they said about David. And I'm going to see where, where, whether you can figure out where, where Saul got jealous about this. So the women, they started dancing and tambourines, and they just having a party out there because David, Goliath is dead. So what, what, can you all guess what it is? What, what they said about King Saul? They talking about the king there. That Mike over here, and, and, and so they all singing, they all dancing, they they are celebrating because they know that Goliath had been tormenting them. But 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 what did King Saul say about? I mean, what did the, 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 the women say? The women say about King. They Saul? They were saying David has killed. I mean, that Saul has killed a thousand. David has killed the tens of thousands. Okay, all right. Let, let's test and see whether that's accurate. Their song, Saul killed thousands. So they, they celebrating that. Now, this is a king coming down, coming down the road, and he hears that. So when he hears that part, he okay with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, why, why, why y'all say he okay with that? Because they, he, they didn't hear the next part of the song. He didn't hear the next part of the song. What, what do you think he said? Go ahead, Reverend. Um, David has killed tens of thousands. So, so, so where do you think the anger came from? The comparison. The comparison. Who you been compared to? Who you got angry with? Who you stopped praying for because they got theirs before you got yours? What's under your hood? Y'all still breathe with me? Okay. <laughs> so so they, they start saying, David killed 10,000. Now, you know the king. The king can have David killed. But, but y'all got to read your own stuff later on. You can find out how intense this got. But all of a sudden, let's see what happened. This is what Saul King Saul says, now King Saul don't say this out loud while it's party outside. He's not saying this out loud, but this is what he thought. He said, next, it will make him king. They're going to move me out because if I don't stop this guy now, he's going to have my place. 
because already they shouting. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, some contests that you have on TV that they, they, they win by clapping. Who's gonna clap the loudest? Y'all know what I'm saying? So Saul, this is me speculate. Can I speculate? So this is me speculate. So my thought is, if Saul started to think that, then it's obvious to me that not only did they say 10,000, but they said, said that louder. Y'all understand what I'm saying? They said that louder. They kept on chanting that. And, and, and Saul, he, he said, wait, I, I got to put an end to this guy because I know what they're going to do to him. They're going to put him in my position. But see, back then, they didn't ask King to step down. They killed the king. Saul said, oh, no, we're not going through that. And I'm asking you again, what's in your hood? If somebody get clapped for them when they praise and worship and they lead a song and, and people stand and people worship, do you get mad because that wasn't your song? They didn't do that for you? When you minister and people say, oh, I got that, man, that's good. Do you get upset with the person that, who, who ministered that day? Because when you minister, maybe that didn't happen. But who are you glorifying? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't hear no answer. <laughs> God, thank you. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Saul kept a jealous eye on David. Saul got so nasty with David that David had to flee. Because, see, this is what was in David's hood. Now, David was jacked up too now. He, he repented. And he went before God and asked God for forgiveness. But, but the thing got to a point where David understood authority. What's under your hood? So that when he, he made a decision, I need to get away from Saul because he is trying to kill me. And when David was close enough, because he was hiding in the cave, and Saul brought his boys looking for David. And it got so close that, that Saul came into a cave to, to, to use the bathroom. And David was so close to him that he could have cut him then, could have killed him then. But he just barely cut his garment so that David, David barely cut Saul's garment just so that Saul would know somebody's in here. Somebody could have did something to me, but they didn't. So see, what was under David's, David's hood? Honor. honor. Oh, there it is right there. And do you guys know what honor is? Honor is respecting the persons of authority, whether you are more polished, more educated, more trained than they are. Because you respect the fact that if God saw them and said they should be king or they should be an authority or they should be your pastor or they should be your leader or they should be your supervisor, then you don't have to like them. But you need to respect and honor them. Because the same honor that you show, I've, I've left jobs that were closed down before where this one guy was very ugly to me, very nasty to me. Because in the photography studio, he felt like he should have picked his own people. This was when I was at Circuit City years ago. And, and he, he came at me every way he knew how to come. But he didn't know that I honored the position. So when he didn't want to do things to train me, because I, I shut uh, portrait photographer and this position was product so you shot TVs and photographed TVs and so forth so I went to the supervisor oh see, see y'all listening well, what did you tell the supervisor you always come from the position of the, the job you've been hired to do don't spend time talking about them talk about how I, I approached them I say the supervisor I say look no the manager I say this, this is what we got this is what I got based off all the products that we need to photograph 
if you give me a studio and he has a studio, we can photograph the items twice as fast as what we're doing now. She said, Paul, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. She, she said, well, how much money do you need for that? I say, about 45000 I already hit my list. See, you always come prepared, right? Y'all understand what I'm saying? You come prepared. And so I pulled out the list and says, this, 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 this. And she said, well, Paul, I'm going to buy this equipment, but you have one month to equal the, the shooting speed that he does. Y'all hear, hear what I'm saying, right? But if I went to her before, after going to God, I went to God first to get the idea. And so I said, let's, let's do it. Because who am I relying on? I knew this man wasn't going to train me. But I would ask the Holy Spirit. You know, know the reason why I could ask the Holy Spirit? Because one of the things that young man said to me one day when we were talking, he said, all photography is is mastering light. And who made light? Who made light? I went up in there. The, the studio was almost about a quarter of a mile difference space-wise. And so I asked Holy Spirit, so Holy Spirit, how do I light this? Notice the words I use. How do I light this? And he said, you're going to put the light here. You're going to sh shorten this one here. You're going to do this part. You're going to do this. I outshot him in two weeks. Manager gave me four weeks. I I'm just talking about honor. And the last thing he said when they let him go from the company, he looked at me and he said, I never understood you. I never understood you. And I, ain't, I, I didn't have to say anything. Amen? I'm just talking about honor, guys. So when you look at management, don't treat management like you want to treat them. Treat them with honor because one day your promotion is coming. And whatsoever man soweth, this, wait a minute, hold on. This and only this. You're not going to sow ugly and get blessed. You're not going to sow chaos and get peace. He said this and only this. So if you, you don't like what's in your life, you need to check out what you sow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm stepping back my own self. <laughs> what could be under your hood? We talked about what, what might be under your hood. Now, what could be under your hood? We saw all the ugly stuff. Now, now what could be under your hood? Y'all talk to me. Raise your hand. What could be under your hood? We saw the ugly part. What could be under it? I got a mic coming your way. Gratitude. Gratitude. Okay. Gratitude could be under your hood. I think that'll keep the car running. Yes, ma'am. Honesty, even if it's painful. Honesty, even if it's painful. Amen. Appreciate your honesty. That, that matched with that, too. I uh, got one mic coming your way. So number one about what could be on your hood, I, and I see you, we are approved by God. Yes, ma'am. I was just going to say diligence. Diligence, okay? Diligence. Y'all know that's a little challenging to find people who are diligent. In, in uh, Romans 5, 1, it says, we are justified by faith, not by our works. We are accepted and approved by God. So he accepts and approves us. That, that, that's just who he is. How many of us try to get accepted by somebody or approved by somebody? It, it, at least four people showed their hand. Okay, <laughs> I appreciate the honor. Accepted. We are accepted and approved by God. And see, that word uh, uh, justified is acquitted of sin. 
we are justified by faith, not by our works. That word justification or justified means to acquitted of sin. It's raced out so much. See, this guy's writing on it. But when we are quitted, it doesn't have a record. It doesn't keep track of the evil done to it. Accepted and approved is blameless. See, a, a lot of us did a lot of things. A lot of us still do a lot of stuff. That's why, he, that's why Jesus came so we would have an opportunity to ask for forgiveness, to be forgiven. But you got to ask for it. Father, forgive me. But make sure you are very intentional about what you're asking for forgiveness for, for that thing. Now, what was the thing? What did you do? What did we have to do? What did we feel like we were here the right to do? But I'm telling you. So number one, this should be under your hood. When you lift your hood up, you should be able to see it. And that is, we are approved by God. And, and, and take a look at this. Some people, you can't get approved by man. Uh-oh. They don't like you. They don't like the, the way you rose to the top, whether you, well, the way you succeeded, the, weather, the way that you handle yourself. Some people just just waiting on you to fail. But we are succeeding. That's the lifestyle we chose because we approve by him. We don't, we don't have to have your approval as long as we have his. Do we feel accepted by God even in our failures and shortcomings? That's a real question. Some of y'all say yes, some say no. Okay, all right. Who, who say no? I'm not going to call you out. <laughs> Appreciate your honesty, unless you want to say something. But do we feel accepted by God even in our failures and shortcomings? When we don't, guys, we just ask for forgiveness. Because we got clear scripture that says we are justified by faith, not by our works. We are accepted and approved by God. Now, that don't mean it may go, go out and try to mess up because he approved and accepted us. <laughs> we walk in who we are. Take a breath on that. We walk in as who we are. If we are a peaceful person, that's how we walk. But if we chaotic, that's what we bring. Chaotic people can bring crazy stuff to a party. What I'm talking about? Fourth of July coming up. See, I, I knew y'all were going to look at me funny. Pastor, give me a throw a party. <laughs> Fourth of July. Some people cook out. You can have a chaotic person come to a nice, expensive meal. And they mess that up. What, what are they going to complain about? Y'all shout this about based on time. What, what were they complaining about? Not enough food. Not, enough food. Not the right food. Not the right food. What, 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 you ain't bring nothing? You, you. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Now, y'all have been at a, 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 a cookout or event that you didn't pay for, and you asked the, the person in charge the question, well, why don't we have? See, see that's when you got to go quiet on yourself. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Just breathe deep in front of them. That'll, that'll freak them out. They say something special like that, you just breathe deep. <sighs> what, 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 what happened? Not even going to say. Not even going to say. I'm still talking about shortcomings. Can you accept that God sees us in a certain way when, when we fail, when we make a mistake? Have you ever teased somebody? Well, not... Talk to somebody about something they did only for you to do it next? Okay. Raise your hand if it, that, that's true. That's true. Okay. All right. So that's why we got to make sure we fix what we're, we're talking to somebody about. Make sure we're not operating in, in what we're correcting somebody about, right? Is that fair enough? 
prodigal son. In Luke 15, verse 11 through 32. Wait, wait, y'all, y'all remember him? Now, he, he did some jacked up stuff, didn't he? Didn't any of us take our inheritance or take, take something before the time? Y'all don't even have to raise your hand. <laughs> but the prodigal son, he, he had a rich dad. Rich dad. And he came to his dad one day and said, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I see what everybody else got. I see other people. They, they, I heard about this. Y'all heard of a club y'all, y'all would go to or we would go to or, or some area, other area where over there, you go over there, everything great, and the parties over there, parties over there. Y'all never see a party over there? <laughs> <laughs> Only to go over there. But the prodigal son, man, he, he approached his dad and said, look, you know, I, 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 I want all that belongs to me. I want to take everything that you got for me. I want to take it now. And dad clearly says, hey, this is for your inheritance. See, the inheritance manifests after dad would pass. But see, how many of us had uh, impatience under our hood? Ooh. So he got impatient. He said, look, let me take it now. And he goes out to another country. And, and how many of y'all know people follow you, you got money? Yeah, but they act like they don't have anything. Yes, sir, they, they can't even pay the tip. Uh, they even pull the pockets out so you see that. But the prodigal son, man, he was partying with the people and everybody was hanging around him. But then when he ran out, where, 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 the, where, where the people went? They left. Then he needed help. What happened? Nobody wanted to help him. Nobody wanted to be around him because, hey, look, you, you need to feed yourself. So he got a job. But the job didn't pay nothing but slop. He went from being a son of a king or a high authority person to someone where he's working in the farm dealing with the pigs. Now, you know you're hungry if you eat pig slop. But he thought he had it going on. Then he said to himself, I tell you what, I, I know servants that used to wait on me that they are at home eating better than me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my hind pots up. I know that's an old word, ain't it? Hind pots are old. <laughs> I tried to get away from the A word, so <laughs> y'all know Pastor Slip on that one a couple times. But the hind parts, y'all, y'all know this is the back part. Everybody got some hind parts. Some of them thin and smaller than others. But anyway, nevertheless, let's talk about prodigal son. So he said, I tell you what, I'm going to just get up and I'm going to go back to my family. Because at least I got, have we ever came up with an excuse of what we were going to say to somebody when we were about to approach them and we know we were wrong? Yes, y'all have. That, that's why y'all haven't apologized, because you hadn't come up with the right excuse. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so, so he came up with this idea about what he's going to tell his dad. When I see my dad, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell him this. I'm going to tell him this. I'm going to apologize for this. I'm going to do all this. But dad every day went out, went out looking for. Now, the Bible doesn't say it, but because he went out looking, I'm sure he prayed before he went. He prayed for his son at night, prayed for his son in the morning because he knew his son. But we're still talking about will you be able to accept God's love and, and provision for you if you fail and you have shortcomings? And he's a perfect example. He comes back to the house and his dad runs down to meet him. Do you think he expecting that? Was that what we were expecting when we messed up with somebody? We don't expect them to come up and hug us. What do we expect? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he went and his dad grabbed him and loved him but when he get when the son started to say dad 
Dad stopped him. Because see, what did Dad do? What did Dad do for when he saw him coming? I'm going to tell you what he did. It's right here. Proverbs son, prodigal son, Luke 15, 11 through 32. I'll jump to verse 22. But the father said to his servant, quickly bring out the best robe, not the one that was on sale, <laughs> not the one that was buried in the closet. He said, the best robe for the guest of honor. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He didn't even call him his son. He called him the guest of honor. Now, how are you supposed to uh, teach, I mean, uh, serve a person of honor? Your guest of honor. Your best. Everything's available. You made sure their food was right. You made sure they had the best dish. What else we make sure? They get served first. Best seat. Best seat. What else? Comfort. Comfort. Now, the other people, you're trying to bless them too, but they're not the guest of honor. The question is, can we accept God loving us this way when we mess up? Then he said, and put it on him. He didn't want the man that was in the garden, I mean, the man that was with the pigs, to even put the garment on. He wanted the garment to be placed on him by somebody else. I don't even want you to waste your strength. And give him a ring for his hand. He didn't, he didn't go to Swarthschild. <laughs> they, they got diamonds, diamonds. I mean, they, they went in the ground to get theirs. He, he said, put it on his ring. Put, put it on his hand. And sandals for his feet. Because you know how muddy his feet must have been. I, I'm pretty sure he told me, yo, bro, you got to take a shower first. You got to clean yourself up. Boy, I put that robe on you. <laughs> but that's just me speculating. See how I add a little thing in there? <laughs> See, we can have plans for what we think need to be said. And God would have already prepared the person for who we are about to talk to. But what's in your hood? For this son of mine was as good as dead and is alive again. See, he saw it to the point where he said, but he's alive again. The fact that he came back to his father's house, where help is, where provision is, where safety is, where love is, he said he's alive again. Because when that son came up, now I'm just talking to you, it's okay to talk to you. His eyes were like, when, when we're around safe people, our eyes light up. Because we can relax, we can be who we really are. We don't have to be special, we don't have to watch our addiction. We can just talk, we can go country, we can go foreign, we can go domestic, we can go English. Yes, sir. <laughs> but I'm telling you guys, his son is alive again. You've talked to people before that the, the light has gone out of their eyes because of depression, because of anger, because of resentment, because of how they've been treated. But this man, this son saw it in his father's eyes. I'm in a safe place here. That's why I came back because I thought the world was going to treat me right. But I'm safe here. And the, the dad goes on to say, and is alive again. He was lost and has been found. So they began to celebrate. If I can sh clearly say to you, when you work with somebody, when you talk with somebody, when you encourage somebody, and you see the light coming back in their eyes, celebrate with them. 
Say, wow, I'm so excited for you. I'm glad that you got the victory in this area. I'm with you. I'm standing with you. I'm praying for you. I'm excited about where you are right now and where life is going to take you. Yes, ma'am. It would be hard to accept this treatment if you haven't forgiven yourself. Ooh, okay, very good, very good. Yep, thank you for sharing. Amen? So the whole thing says, for, for this son of mine was as good as dead and is alive again. So we can be what's called the walking dead when we don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior of our lives. So I'd like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. Father, we just thank you. We just thank you for today. We just thank you that the same way that son came back to his father is the same way you want the unsaved to come back to you. Because that's the safe place. That's the real place. You can't buy peace. You can't buy rest. Because you can go someplace and say you're resting. But if it's ugly on the inside, you're not entering into it. But this is what he's saying to us. That we can come to know Jesus as Lord. By the ABCs. A. Accept him. Accept Jesus as Lord. Just in the simple prayer that we're going to pray. B. Believe that he is Lord of our lives. Or can be. And C. Confess him with our words. So everybody in the congregation. And those who are. Who want to. Accept Jesus as the Lord. It's free to do so. Just by going with us along in the prayer and those are, are watching internationally and nationally just repeat pray with us father in the name of Jesus you said in Romans 10 9 and 10 that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead that at that moment we're saved born again and have eternal life thank you heavenly father for giving us your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And just go to chosenrva.com and go to the salvation page so that you can get understanding. Of. See, knowledge comes when you get truth. So when you find out what you just did and how impactful that is to your life, that's the answer. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.